The following content has been provided by RWTH, Aachen University. Just to give you an extreme example of, of constr physical constraints, they're called forcing functions. Forcing functions help you to avoid errors, like constraints do generally. Um, and here's one example. As you go down in, in, in many um, apartment buildings in the US, as you get down to the ground floor where you can exit the building in the case of a fire, there will often be a gate to the basement that you cannot actually simply go through from this end. You actually have to open it, like pull it open, and then continue down to the basement. Why? Because it's supposed to keep you when you're like, all right, behind you, lots of fire, right? You know, danger, you're running down the stairs. It's supposed to keep you from just continuing down the stairs and running into the basement where you wouldn't be able to exit the building. Right? So that's a forcing function that keeps you from just running through here. You can still go through, you can open the door, but it, it keeps you from that simple walking through. Um, another example are <clears throat> um, seat belts. Seat belts will oftentimes um, do all sorts of things when you don't, don't wear them, right? Um, for example, when you don't put on your seatbelt, then your car will start beeping at you, and then it will get even more annoying after a while. Um, a forcing function, a true forcing function, would be if your car wouldn't even start if you hadn't closed your seatbelt. Fortunately, nobody is doing that yet in, in car design. Um, why am I saying fortunately? Because there are forcing functions are very, very um, strong measures in, in interface design they actually will often create a burden on normal operation. For example, for a long time, uh, one of the most uh, precious accessories that uh, car, uh, taxi drivers in Germany had was a spare seat belt buckle that you could buy, I don't know, on eBay or something, and that they would insert into the passenger seat um, you know, buckle uh, slot in order to turn off the alarm when they had a little package on the passenger seat that they were transporting, which was heavy enough to indicate to the car that there was a person sitting there, and which then meant that the alarm was going off. And if you have to drive a parcel from Hamburg to Munich with the alarm going off, then very quickly you will look for one of those buckles to solve that. Um, uh, another example from Norman's book is um, in, a, in a car where, I think it was a Toyota van, when you opened the car, it was a sliding car door, and when you opened it, it was actually sliding across the gas um, tank inlet. Imagine yourself, you know, one person gets out, fills up gas, the other person gets out, with, uh, opens the sliding door, and, and hits the gas um, nozzle. Not a good situation, could be dangerous, right? So that's why you actually cannot open that door while the gas, you know, uh, inlet thing is open. But that's a little bizarre because nobody will probably get what's going on if you can't open that door. Like, why can I not open this door? So again, it will create a big burden on normal operation, and you gotta be very careful with those. Um, so uh, these things can lock out uh, actions. So you know, like the stairway here will keep you from doing something. It can lock you into something to keep you from prematurely leaving some state or, or stopping an action. For example, these days, if you try to turn off your computer by pressing the, the off button, it will actually not just turn off. It will actually ask you things and will, it will keep you in the on state for a little longer until it can save everything and, and transition to the off state in a, in a safe way. And an interlock is kind of a combination of those two. Um, microwave, great example. You know, ever tried running your microwave with the door open? Won't work, right? The more, moment you open it, 
it'll turn off, and that's to keep you safe. So this prescribes a certain order of, of, of steps that you need to do. Or one thing that I really liked, um, once saw this somewhere, you were entering a, this was a public restroom um, with, a, uh, with a door, and, and the door would open, I think, uh, kind of like you know, this way, right? Um, and there was a shelf in this restroom. And it's a public restaurant, an airport or something. Um, and people always leave stuff on their shelf when they leave the restroom. So they put the shelf right over here. And so that means in order to, and the shelf was usually with a, with a little spring. It was flapped up to, towards the wall. So that it was like on the wall. So you had to pull it down, put stuff on it. But then if you wanted to exit the restroom, you were sitting here, right, you're minding your own business. If you wanted to exit the restroom, you couldn't actually open the door until you took your stuff from the shelf. The shelf, you know, folded up against the wall, you could open the door. So that makes sure that you don't leave anything on that shelf before you leave that room. That's a good example of an interlock at work, which really makes sure that you first take everything off the shelf, shelf pops up, then you leave the room. <coughs> yes? Um, are you sure checkboxes, do they really work? I mean, for me, it's like, single action, pressing the shutdown and then... Right, right. No matter what this yeah. I, I think, uh, are you sure? We, we have a whole half lecture on are you sure boxes and how, how they don't work. I totally agree. Um, and this is maybe not a good example, uh, you know, the are you sure thing. Because what's really going on here is even while it's asking you this, the real point, uh, why it's a constraint, is just um, it's not just letting you turn off the computer right away. It basically leads you through a series of stages that will make sure that, you, that your data somehow gets stored, unless you explicitly you know, like want to avoid it. Um, but you are right. The are you sure boxes are an example of, of, of um, sort of trying to keep people from making mistakes. That doesn't really work because people habituate to those boxes, and they just click them away. This content was provided by RWTH, Aachen University.